An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely, and I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Well, that is right. You are listening to Conservative Not Bitter Talk. And yes, I'm your host, Todd Huff. You can email me your thoughts, questions, adoration and praise also accepted. Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. It's good to be here as always. Thank you so much for listening. I want to start today... I want to start today by talking about what's going on, I guess, strategically in our uh, in our government today. I want to talk about strategically what is happening um, and what they're really trying to accomplish and how they're trying to do that. So they're trying to change the rules in the Senate without actually changing the rules in the Senate. Right, They want to bypass the filibuster, but they don't want to actually change and get rid of the filibuster. They do at the same time. They want to do that, but there's this, this, this back and forth, this, this ebb and flow. They can see the finish line, but they can also see they can also see that this is something that is not incredibly uh, popular and how it will be portrayed by Republicans and conservatives that this is a power grab because, candidly, it is. Again, you don't hear about how terrible the filibuster is when Democrats are not in power. In fact, they're often praised. It's a tool. It's an instrument that helps them stop the Republican Party from trampling upon the rights of the minority. I mean, this is so predictable that it's sometimes, candidly, a little bit boring to me. But they're trying to change the rules in the Senate without technically and actually changing the rules in the Senate, though they certainly would be open to changing the rules in the Senate. There's no doubt about that. They certainly would be. They're also trying to advance their agenda under the guise of something that's much less divisive. For example, the legislation that you've seen them pass or try to pass using budget reconciliation is named 
uh, is, is commonly referred to as things like COVID relief, a COVID relief package. Forget the fact that the vast majority of the bill had nothing to do whatsoever with COVID relief. That doesn't matter. What matters is that they, they name it the right thing. They name it something or they refer to it as something uh, that is acceptable in the minds of the general public. Of course, people want to see relief from COVID in general. And of all things that, that government has ever provided some sort of relief from at this at this level, with this sort of, well, nothing's really had this sort of dollars thrown at it in such a short period of time. But the the people understand that government caused a lot of this with their reactions to COVID. Now maybe they believe that those actions were justifiable, these shutdowns and everything else that's been happening. A lot of people do not agree with those sentiments, by the way. And but they understand that this was the cause, or at least uh, it was it was fueled to some degree by the reactions of government. And so COVID relief is something that people think they think like this. Well, you know, the government did shut down businesses. They should probably do something to help those businesses deal with the effects of that. Or COVID uh, caused, whether legitimately caused or was used as an excuse for, is up for debate. And I know some people have different different opinions on that, but it's up for debate um, as to how sincere these actions were. And I think some were, by the way. I think others are, are strictly insane. Uh, it's a tool and an instrument that's being used to to wield power over the the individuals in a state. And you can look at several states and find this obvious. California may be being at the front of that list with Gavin Newsom, Governor Gavin Newsom. Remember when he was keeping people from singing or trying to keep people from singing, singing songs of worship in church? That seems like an extreme overreach, surely to anyone with even the smallest look of common sense. But nonetheless, nonetheless, this this sort of game is played. Same thing with infrastructure bill. This bill is about America's infrastructure. Who cannot agree? Who cannot find some way of at least accepting the truth that government needs to take care of America's infrastructure? Maybe they're throwing too much money at it. Maybe you would have a question like I do. Um, didn't we fix America's infrastructure? Or weren't we being told the infrastructure was being fixed numerous times? In fact, I cited uh, a 2015 law that was signed by Obama expressly designed to deal with infrastructure. And it was going to take five years, and we're not even through that five-year period, but yet we've got to fix infrastructure again. It's the same arguments that we heard back in 2015. Here we're hearing those all over again. And the reason is because they they advance their agenda. The radical left advances their agenda through the through disguise. This is not a radically left country. This is still a center right nation. America is. In fact, if you look at how Americans live their lives, their personal lives, the vast, vast, vast majority of them live personally like conservatives. But for some reason, for some reason, people have been convinced 
that the rules and the way that we live our regular lives, somehow there's something magical that happens when it leaves the local community, leaves even the state, and it goes to the national level. Suddenly, government has the power to do things that no one can really explain or understand that would not work in common everyday life. Because I guess some people think, well, they can print money, so states cannot. So states have to work within the realities of the money available. The federal government can make it up out of thin air. But the problem is, <laughs> the problem is with that, and I don't want to get into a whole whole thing with this, but maybe maybe we will. I don't know. At some point, or maybe I'll touch on it a little bit today, but that's not that's not rooted in truth and reality. Governments cannot just arbitrarily say this is how much wealth has been created. That will cause all sorts of problems, inflation, and I mean, it could have all sorts of impact on on our economy. You know, money represents Money represents something of value that has been created. That's what it's supposed to do. You can't create the thing that represents something without something real behind it. Some people would, of course, use the use this argument to say that's why we should return to the gold standard. I don't want to get into that discussion, but I'm simply saying, you know, I guess quickly. I guess quickly the point would be this. Before money really existed or when bartering was the way that people dealt with one another, you would have a person, two people, right? They would exchange. I'll do – I'll provide this for you in exchange for this. Sometimes that would be a product or livestock. Maybe it would be uh, something – some sort of labor that would improve the um, the homestead or whatever the case may be. And then the person receiving that would, in exchange, trade something else of value to the person providing whatever it was he or she was providing uh, the other individual. Well, the problem became, what happens if you needed something? What happens if you needed, say, uh, help putting a roof on your, on your home and you had nothing of enough value to justify the labor of the person that would help with the roof. This is just a random example. Or let's say you didn't have something you, you didn't have anything that the person who would do the roof wanted in exchange for that. They just didn't need anything that you had. Well then you couldn't get the roof done. They they would not agree to a trade for something that was not of value to them. And so money existed to say, look, I don't have I have this money that you can then in turn use for something else. You can trade with someone else. This money that I'm going to give you for fixing my roof, for example, you can then take this and you can use it to buy something else, to trade with someone else. You, don't, you no longer have to find a trade that's adequate for both parties as long as you can agree upon what that goods, what the goods or services provided, what that equals in a monetary value. So then you would make the trade that way so that really unleash one of the ways that an economy began to really unleash and grow because now you had some sort of a um, a, a tool, money, to, to make trades more efficiently and for people to be engaged in what we now refer to as commerce, the trading of, of goods and services and so forth. And so, so, but in order for someone to take that money – they have to believe that it's it has value. It's going to have value to the next person that they take it to, and that the reason and the way that you get to that is 
by the government that backs that money. Some people would even say whether or not it's tied to the gold standard ultimately. But again, I don't want to go down that road. The point is, am I saying this here? The point is, is that we we live our lives like financial lives. Even the most liberal among us live their financial lives as though they understand the value of being conservative in their personal economics and their uh, just the personal finances. No one, no one acts like our government does in personal life. They do not do this. But for some reason, when it gets to the federal level, when it gets to the federal government level, we suddenly, not we, you and me, but collectively, people begin to jump off the common sense bandwagon and onto this insane ideology that says the government can make it whatever they want it to make, whatever they want it to be. So that's when, for example, we have uh, government make these dictates and claims that they can create, (laughs) they can create total equality this side of heaven. They can make sure that men and women get paid the same somehow. Again, as I said before, the Democrat Party couldn't even assure their political candidates that they had equal time on the debate stage. Yet they somehow want us to believe that they can make sure that every person is compensated equally by whatever whatever means they believe that that even can be measured. You know, they act as though people are not individuals. People are robots. I mean, there might be again, when you if you hire people as individuals, there are a series of things that make that person – no one's identical is the point. There's the, the idea that equal equal pay for equal work at some point, how do I even measure that? It sounds good, and I don't want to say that I'm arguing against that concept, but I, what I am saying is that you may find someone that wants to be compensated in other ways. Maybe they say, look, I don't – I'll take less money, but I'll work – I don't want to work as many hours or you know whatever. I don't – there's a – bazillion possibilities for this anyway the point is is that we live our lives most america the vast majority of americans as as conservatives not necessarily as political conservatives but as conservatives people who have sense and reason people who understand cause causation cause and effect people who understand that money has a particular value and that you just can't arbitrarily make it up and Created out of thin air, it's it takes work and labor and all sorts of things to create. Government doesn't do that, and yet they've tricked people. That's the point. They've tricked people. They don't they don't come out and make the argument as to why. No one can tell you why these things are supposed to work. They just say the government says so. Janet Yellen says that we should have a what is it a uh, a minimum tax on corporations around the world. There should be a minimum tax. No one should drop be, be below that threshold because apparently what one country does with corporate taxation could surprisingly affect the rest. And so she says we've got to get a minimum up there because, you know, there's certain things government should be doing, certain amounts of money it should be spending, and it's it's harmful effectively. If one nation is competing with another nation whose taxes are lower and it's taking business base away, their tax base away. They've got to adjust their tax rates to compete, but those tax rates aren't high enough to generate the goods and services needed 
to be provided by the government. This is the sort of stuff that doesn't fly in real in the real world, in your personal life, and even in the lives of people who are leftists. But for some reason, when it gets to the federal level, they think something magical takes place. And if the government, who's apparently all-powerful, all-knowing, all-feeling, all-sensing, all you know, just perfect, benevolent, can solve your problems and their problems if we just give them more, more of our money, more of our liberty, more of ourselves, whatever it is. And people are, are on board with this. But it's not because of the argument. It's because they're, they're tricked. It's really people – it's not ever presented as let us, let us explain liberalism because that is simply – liberalism is an emotion. That's what it is. It's a feeling. It's not a logical position to take. It's just I want this fixed, so government do it. And the government happily takes up that responsibility, and the government says if you vote for me or people running for office in government say if you vote for me, I'll fix it. They never fix it, and they never will fix it. I wrote about this. In fact, I normally don't talk specifically about what's in the column that goes out as our newsletter, which is now posted on our website as well, but I will. I am going to a little bit today. So anyway, I want to touch on these things and go through a little bit more of this. And then I want to get to um, Biden now changing his tune a little bit with Major League Baseball, telling Georgia to smarten up. <laughs> I just it's, it's just remarkable to watch some of this nonsense. We have Fauci out there confused about the success of Texas, even though they've opened up and they've got a bunch of fans at the Rangers game. And we've got uh, Governor Abbott of Texas saying, hey, look. If you're going to try to pass H.R. 1, if you think that's the end of Texas running its elections, you better think again. So all sorts of things in the news, as usual. I've got to take a timeout here, a quick timeout. We'll come back and continue our conversation. You're listening here to the home of conservative Not Better Talk. I am your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4 slash huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely and I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944.
back. By the way, this program is brought to you in part by our friends at Spur of the Moment Creations. They produce hand homemade, hand-poured candles and melts right here in Fishers, Indiana. And currently they're selling only through their website. COVID, look, COVID has hit a lot of a lot of small businesses and a lot of the events that they would go to to sell their uh, their merchandise were canceled, postponed, canceled, what have you. And so they've uh, they've partnered with us and check them out. Spur of the moment creations dot com. Spur of the moment. Spur of the moment. That's singular. Creations is plural. Spur of the moments creations dot com. Homemade hand poured candles and melts in Fishers. Spur of the moment creations dot com. Check them out. And also, you can find other advertisers that make this program possible too. Supportouradvertisers.com. And I look, I've touched on this before. We're dealing and, and we're going to kind of migrate into this um, with, with, with Major League Baseball. But we're dealing with a cancel culture, right? And some people, some people are to the point where they say, you know what, I'm ready. If, if people are going to engage in, you know, trying to advance the liberal agenda especially when it's rooted in lies they're they're prepared to to boycott things and there's people with all different perspectives if you say you're a conservative some folks say well i'm gonna boycott you because that is just unacceptable you're a racist bigot you're a homophobe and all these things and but what we're trying to do at the core is to is to combat that you know instead of saying let's amp up all of our energy to you know, to protest and cancel everything. How about we use the energy in a positive way to help those who help make this program possible? So if you're um, in the market for any of the things that are provided by our advertisers, I just ask that you humbly give them an opportunity to earn your business. Supportouradvertisers.com is where you can do that. Let's get back to what I was talking about here off the top. Um, off the top of the program, I said that Democrats are trying to change the rules in the Senate without really changing the rules in the Senate. They are trying to advance their agenda under the guise of something that's much less divisive than their actual agenda. And I said that the the vast majority of people in this country, well, this country is a center-right country. It is. If you look across this nation, now you'll find pockets of radical, insane leftists in places like San Francisco in places like Seattle and Portland, you know the West Coast, the East Coast. Um, although there's even a difference between the crazies on the West Coast and the crazies on the on the East Coast, but you'll find pockets of liberals, radical leftists. I don't just mean modern day liberals. I mean radical leftists, folks that want to transform this great nation as founded. But there's a huge swath of people across this country that are conservative. Even even those who are blue-collar or blue-dog Democrats, and these folks are not radicals. A lot of Democrats, I think, unfortunately, are single-issue voters. They will hold their nose. It's remarkable to me. To be a Republican, you effectively have to be – you have to be perfect in a lot of ways, and they're not. Don't misunderstand me. But to get the votes of some individuals, they hold the Republican Party to – a level of perfection. Meanwhile, they'll vote for Democrats because and ignore all the crazy stuff. They'll ignore all of that because they'll support the Democrat on one particular issue. For example, pro well, we'll say pro choice. That's what they define themselves as, but 
pro-abortion. And I don't mean that to be inflammatory. I don't mean that they're for all abortion, but they're for keeping abortion as the law of the land, um, even though it takes the life of unborn children. And so some folks say, hey, I'm going to support that because that's my single issue. I think that that's reprehensible, but they they're that's that's where they are. That's just the reality of it. And so, but they'll ignore a lot of these other things. They're not they're not necessarily in favor of stopping to you know stopping America from being a capitalist nation. Or you'll have a union Democrat who is in favor of the Democrat Party because they've bought into this concept that. The Democrat Party is the party of the little man, and the Republican Party is the party of the rich. They've bought into this, and they'll ignore all sorts of things. They'll ignore their pro-life in many cases. They'll ignore Democrats are pro-choice or pro-abortion. They'll ignore Democrats are anti-gun, anti-Second Amendment. They'll ignore Democrats. I'm talking about the leadership, not rank and file. They'll ignore that Democrats are, uh, take your pick, anti-free speech, cancel culture, uh, You know, my way or the highway. Uh, kick you off of college campuses for not agreeing and towing the uh, politically correct line. Take your pick. All these crazy things with uh, you know fighting for gender pronouns, personal pronouns, and all this sort of stuff. And these folks just say, "I'm I vote for Biden because I was afraid that uh, that I wouldn't be able to join a union or or whatever, whatever such." position that they take and they'll ignore all of the other stuff and the democrats i look you got to give it to them it's not in a sense of that it's moral but in a, in a sense that it's it's been effective it has been effective and they've they've been masters at this but i wrote in my weekly column which is now posted at our website toddhuffshow.com it's under if you scroll down there's there's a couple there's a header then there's i think in the news and then there's posts and i think it's posted down there and the I wrote this this week about what the real war you know Democrats constantly are fighting a war on something a cultural war a war on a war against inequality a war against poverty a war against you know uh, gender inequality racial inequality and I'm not look I'm not saying that uh, we I firmly believe that we should treat all people as human beings but you don't get special rights from being in another uh, in a certain group of people, which sometimes ends up being the case. So I'm not faulting them for wanting to defend rights for all people, but they they believe, and the solutions that they believe always involve government, always, 100% of the time. Always. It always involves more government. It always involves more money. It always costs more than they expect. And it produces less results than they believe it should. And the solution isn't, wow, this didn't work in their minds. The solution is, well, we got to do more. It's obviously not enough. And it never will be enough, my friends. That's, that's the dirty little secret here. The dirty little secret. The dirty little secret is that government doesn't really want to solve these problems. Government just simply wants you, wants me, wants the voters, the base to to look to them to solve it because by looking to them to solve it, they're going to basically cast the ballot for the person who promises this utopia on earth because it sounds so good. And again, it's it's as we as we move from the individual to the family to the community to the state, every step up that ladder we take People, 
people feel like there may be something uh, above their ability to understand because there's more factors and things to consider. And when you get to the federal government or even worse to the, you know, the world and how the world operates and so forth, people, people say, I'm just going to turn it over to the experts. What do I know? And who are the experts? The experts are a bunch of doofuses <laughs> who run around proclaiming all these things that would not work in the real lives of the people in their local family, community, individual life. But for some reason, people buy into this, this concept that it will work on a macro level, on the larger level, because it's too sophisticated. They're not, they don't believe they're smart enough to understand the intricacies and details of how something works on that massive of a scale. So let's hand it over to the experts and let them solve the problem. But the problem is it never gets fixed and it never will. They don't want it to. I know this is tough to believe, but they don't want it to. Their number one job, their number one priority is to get elected and reelected. And if that's happening, they don't really care about much of anything else. Now, there's always exceptions to this rule. And I think some people, when they get into politics, have pure intentions. But many of these folks, once they get there, view it exactly as I just described it. And dare I say this, a politician who didn't look at it the way that I just described was our former president, Donald J. Trump. Now, maybe he made, well, certainly he made mistakes. We all make mistakes. But he wasn't there to create a, a lifetime uh, position or to stay in D.C. in politics and so forth. He was there to do what he thought he should do. And you sh I would think, like him or hate him, or what he was trying to do, you should at least be able to, I guess, applaud that respect that but that's not the case he's painted as a nazi totalitarian when in reality the people who want to who are who are seeking to contain or control more power i should say are those who are the ones who are crying about him the most currently who are in positions of power so i've written more about that on uh, on the website that that column goes out by the way in our weekly email newsletter totally free com slash subscribe you can sign up for that if you haven't already anyway we're being misled is the point we're being manipulated we're being lied to we're having games played with us and these games unfortunately work with a lot of people and the best way to combat that is to communicate truth the best way about that is to understand truth and to be able to communicate it because truth is an unstoppable force. It's an unstoppable force. Yes, some people don't want to believe and accept truth. You've heard me say on this program before, the mind will justify what the heart desires. I get all that. But it's still a pretty darn powerful force whenever it is uh, communicated clearly. And that's what I think conservatism does. And that's what I think each and every one of us can do in our own spheres of influence, and that is the way that is the way out of this mess. It's, it's the long game. I, I admit that. Anyway, Oz is dutifully informing me I'm really long in this segment. She would be correct. Quick time out. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. 
An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely, and I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Welcome back. Shifting gears a little bit here. You may remember when Biden had this discussion with, I think this is Sage Steele from ESPN, about Major League Baseball relocating their All-Star game from Atlanta now to the predominantly white, what, three-quarters or maybe 80% white city of Detroit. (laughs) Or I'm sorry, Denver, not Detroit. Out of the frying pan into the fire for Major League Baseball. Move the All-Star game. Move it. Yeah, yeah. Show them who's boss. That's right. Stand up for minorities. Move it to Denver. No, wrong city, man. Too white. (laughs) These folks are insatiable, my friends. Listen to this exchange with Biden and Sage Steele on ESPN. I just want to remind you of this because Biden's now being asked about moving the Masters, the golf tournament hosted in Augusta, Georgia, which I doesn't it start tomorrow? I I don't know. I think it's I think it's this week. Maybe it's not. Here you go. Sage Steele talking with Joe Biden. Sports and politics cross paths sometimes. That's exactly what happened last week in Major League Baseball. Tony Clark is the executive director of the Major League Baseball Players Association. He said he would, quote, look forward to discussing moving the All-Star game out of Atlanta because Georgia Governor Brian Kemp signed into law a bill passed by the Republican-led state legislature to overhaul how its state elections are run. So, Mr. President, what do you think about the possibility that baseball decides to move their All-Star game out of Atlanta because of this political issue? I think today's professional athletes are acting incredibly responsibly. I would strongly support them doing that. That strongly supports them. them. They're leaders. Look at what's happened with the NBA as well. Look at what's happened across the board. The very people who are the, NBA. the most are the people who are the leaders in these in these various sports. Yeah, LeBron James is victimized. Right. This is Jim Crow on steroids, what they're doing in, in Georgia and 40 other states. So what dishonest. Imagine passing a law saying you cannot provide water. Give me a break. For someone Come on, Biden. To vote? Can't do that? Come on. Come on. Or you're going to close a polling place at 5 o'clock when working people just get off? This is all about keeping working folks and ordinary folks that I grew up with from being able to vote. If they do decide to move. Totally. Stop. I'm not going to play that. Just She continues that. But that's not the truth. We went through this yesterday. This is totally disingenuous. This is totally. I don't know if he knows it or not. 
he doesn't know what's going on half the time when he has these moments of free. And I don't, I do not take pleasure in saying that, but I have to be able to say it because that is, in my estimation, that is the truth. The truth is he doesn't know what he's saying or doing a lot of the time. And they know it as well. They absolutely know it. Now, does he does he know right now that this is not the truth about the Georgia law? I don't know. But I will say this, even when he was younger and uh, didn't have these issues, he always was a person who would say gaffes. I mean, that's obvious. But when he was able to think more clearly, he absolutely would have misrepresented this this legislation. This is not <laughs> what they are saying about this is just factually incorrect. But it doesn't matter. Sage still doesn't raise any questions about it, whatever. Whatever he wants to say is fine with her. So, but the, there's been fallout from this. This didn't play out the way that it should play. In fact, Jen Psaki was saying, hey, baseball is really the one that's made this decision, not us. Uh-huh. Yeah, he says he strongly encourages baseball to consider moving their all-star game. They just apparently picked the wrong city. Moving away from a city that's a majority black city into Denver, which is 75 or 80% white. That is the wrong move for today's woke culture. Wrong move, Major League Baseball. So Biden and his team are now saying, well, that's not... That's not really our decision, although you strongly encouraged it here with Sage Steele. Now let's look at how he's changed a little bit, a little bit, what he's saying about the Masters being moved from Georgia as well. We'll talk, we'll play that on the other side of the break. Sit tight back here in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely, and I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Biden yesterday, I believe, asked about the masters being moved. I compare and contrast this with what you just heard last segment. It's it's got a little bit of nuance in it, but Biden's asked about moving the masters. And this is what he says. Do you think the Masters golf tournament should be moved out of Georgia? I think that's up to the, uh, the Masters. <laughs> Look, uh, 
You know, um, getting thought together. It is reassuring mm-hmm. to see that uh, for-profit operations and businesses are speaking up about evil capitalists. These new Jim Crow laws oh my gosh. are just antithetical to who we are. There's another side to it, too. The other side to it, too, is when they, in fact, move out of Georgia, the people who need the help the most, people who are making hourly wages, sometimes get hurt the most. Huh. Who would have thought? I think it's a very tough decision for a corporation to make. You don't strongly support it? Or a group to make. But I respect them when they make that judgment, Mm -hmm. and I support whatever judgment they make. But it's the best way to deal with this. Is for Georgia and other states to smarten up. Smarten Stop up. It. Stop it, Georgia. Stop it. It's about getting people to vote. It's about getting people to vote is what he said there at the end. <sighs> at least, I mean, look, at least he's not out there now calling for Georgia, the Masters, to move out of the state of Georgia, as he did with Major League Baseball and the All-Star Game. It's like they suddenly realized, suddenly, surprisingly, huh, if you move <laughs> if you move the All-Star game out of the state of Georgia, out of the city of Atlanta, which is a majority black city, move it into a white city in the Mountain West, suddenly it hurt the businesses. Huh, who would have thought? Who would have thought that there would be other repercussions of this woke decision? Who would have thought that? A woke decision based on Complete lies, misrepresentations, and demonization of political opponents. This law is not a new version of Jim Crow laws. This is patently ridiculous. It is beyond absurd. It is idiotic. It is moronic. It is inaccurate. It is fake news. Joe Biden up there perpetrating and telling us fake news. Where are the fact checkers on this? Fact checkers don't care when Democrats say things that they think could help them politically. They don't care about that. They just care about counting the lies. How many lies is Biden up to, by the way, since he came into office? By my count, it's 27,000. Why not? 27,304. That's my count. Don't tell me it's not because it is. And I'm telling you, the entire premise, the entire base, the entire foundation of his ideology is one big, massive lie. Massive lie. It is not rooted in truth. It is not rooted in reality. And neither is this ridiculous answer. Come on. Come on. That's all. That's his go-to line. What is that? Come on. It's about getting people to vote. How about it's, a, how about, it's about communicating the truth, Joe? How about that for a change? They wouldn't know it if it smacked them up the side of the head. Got to take a break. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? 
My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely, and I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Welcome back. So running out of time here today, but I think in closing, I just want to say, I just want to say that we are at a point, we're at a point where we really are engaged in a battle for truth. Truth is really what this battle is all about. Now that's, I guess, twofold. They lie, the media lies, the left lies about positions of conservatism, which Biden just did in that last bite. But in addition to that, in addition to that, their philosophy, their ideology is built upon lies. It is. And conservatism is built upon truth, the truth about human nature, the truth about philosophy, the truth about the foundations of this nation, the truth about a lot of things. We have truth on our side. We should not be afraid of these stupid, silly, ridiculous things that they say, no matter how much the woke culture accepts them. I've got to go. SDG. See you tomorrow. Take care. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely, and I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944.